Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, everyone, and welcome to History Dweebs. I'm Tim. Welcome to the podcast where we take a lighthearted look at the dark side of history. The title of our podcast today is Demon of the Belfry, the Emmanuel Baptist Church Murders. So we've got a murder in a church today, Brandy. Well, shocking. We've had that a lot here lately. Yes. So we're going to talk about uh, this dastardly deed. But before we do... I would like to remind everyone that we are a uh, comedy podcast. We use adult language. And if that offends you, we would suggest you. We uh, we suggest you go fuck yourself, Timmy. That's what we suggest. Or perhaps find another another independently produced podcast out there, of which there are um, thousands upon thousands. Thousands upon thousands. I've been, you know, have you been listening to any true crime podcasts lately, Timmy? Yeah, I've been re. I know, you know, I I listen to audiobooks because I'm kind oh, of yeah. intellectual like that. Yeah. I, but, how about, I, but how about you, Colonel? I got hooked oh, on an interesting one that's from a friend of ours, Timmy. Yes. Um, Nina's, have you listened to her Don't Talk to Strangers? Yes, it's really good. That's a really good one. Yes. Nina Instead, uh, I've already gone, he has a new podcast. And our friends that uh, they walk among us have a book now. They have a book. What's with all these people getting book deals and series deals? And ain't nobody coming to the colonel. And you know why, Timmy? Why is that? You're because a we're, we're dragging the dead weight, Timmy. Oh, How many mean, times I got to tell you this? You mean B-R-A-N-D-Y? I think it's B-R-A-N-D-I. That's a stupid no, name to me. Really not. Well, we would invite you to check out They Walk Among Us, the book uh, available on Amazon. I already had ordered mine, Timmy. Yeah, mine's pre-ordered too, but I didn't know you you actually read, Colonel. Um, I got the audio book, Timmy. I but see. no, actually, I did order from Amazon. But you know, mine did you when you ordered yours? Was it in pounds, Timmy? Because I'm not really sure how much I paid for this book. Eighty-seven dollars. <laughs> yeah, it was in pounds, and I don't know the currency exchange. And I yeah. think I may have paid four hundred dollars for a book. Well, I'm sure I'm sure it'll be worth it, Colonel. Yes, uh, and, and mm-hmm. speaking just speaking of Nina, we got an update that uh, our friend Joe is doing very well, doing better. Great, great. That's so, good news. That's good we hope news. To, we hope to see him at uh, TweetCon in the first. TweetCon, uh, he's going to be down here, Timmy. 
Yeah, he's, down, the, yeah. he's always the highlight of the week. <laughs> he is. He is. And uh, we're also going to be in Chicago at the True Crime uh, Podcast Festival in July. Uh, I will be there. Of course, everyone wants to see me. But you could also see Brandy if, you know, you're not fortunate enough to see me. If you're not fortunate. I may be. Now, I, 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 if I seem busy, I'm probably preparing for the keynote address, Timmy. Oh, so I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know. Fans to be, I didn't know you had that honor. Well, neither does anybody else. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just just in case, Timmy. I'm right. I see. You're going to be prepared. prepared once they know you're there. I, yeah, I'm there's sure. not really a keynote speech, but once they see mine, Timmy, I yeah. believe they'll have yeah. one. He's no, he's going to be one of them crazy people standing out on the corner preaching out of, you know, <laughs> his notebook. Well, you yeah. know, it's all it's always nice to get to meet our listeners and uh, to interact with them, but we we don't like for them to touch us. We, we do. Have, well, it depends to me. It depends on the listener, and it depends on where the touch is. <laughs> I see. Brandy doesn't like to be touched. She doesn't like to be touched, but I gave her a nice hug the other day, Timmy. Well, that's good. Uh, Let me inter- I, I guess I should introduce you guys since you're rambling. Uh, let me introduce a lady who, well, she needs no introduction. She is known throughout the land as Brandy the Benevolent. Uh, Her Majesty Queen Brandy the First. How are you, Queen Brandy the First? You know, I'm good. I'm good. I'm getting ready to go to uh, Kate McCarthy's wedding today. Yes, congratulations, Kate. Kate is yeah. uh, is getting married, and we're happy about that. She's happy about it. Uh, I'm not nah, sure she'll learn. Husband she is, does. but you know. Yeah, she'll learn. But, is this yeah, a shotgun get- wedding? I no, it is not. Oh. But. So they don't have to get married, you're saying? They don't, which I don't understand if you don't have to, why you would, but is, whatever. Is, is she in the family way? She's not in the family way. Thank you. Oh. Yeah, that's what I no. was wondering. Why would you get married if you... Because mm. most of your... I know when you go to a, uh, a wedding, Devil, usually it is a shotgun wedding with your friends and... Is it the, the type of... The type of... The caliber of people that you tend to associate with... Really? Huh. How's that? You know, he he, he has interjected in Brandy time. Oh, I thought Brandy time was already over, Timmy. I know. (laughs) It seems like we've spent a lot of time on Brandy time. Well, we haven't talked to her for a couple weeks because, you know, someone, you know, you have more people dying in your family. So (laughs) I'm so glad no one died this week so we could get this podcast. I'm a little grateful no one died, too. It's... It's it's a much greater relief for me than I think it is for you, Timmy. But go ahead. You but, really uh, are the Grim Reaper. Uh, you really, really are, Brandy. Uh, it's been a yes. while. How is anything else going on with you of note? Um, you know, just like I said, getting ready to go to this wedding today, and I'm I'm actually taking my husband. He is thrilled. I'm sure he yeah. is. Is Dave <laughs> coordinating his suspenders with his suit? Uh, I don't know. He hasn't worn his suspenders in a while, so I don't know. Maybe he'll break those out today. Are you hoping to catch the bouquet? I don't think I'm eligible for that. (laughs) Maybe Dave would like for you to catch it. I mean, he he probably would. They're probably boxing people out. Like, there you go, Brandon. Grab that. (laughs) Grab. Just go ahead. No, he he probably would, or slip and fall on my way there, or something. So, yeah, 
Nope. Well, you have a you have a good time at the wedding, and uh, give our congratulations yeah. to Kate. She's going to be a married woman, and uh, he's making an honest woman out of her. I'm sure they have not had sexual relations yet, but oh, they have. They have. Been. <laughs> Let me introduce a man who needs. But, no Timmy, can I stop you before you do this? Yeah, because one of our listeners, Stephen Potts, uh, yes. said that, that Stephen. I need another. I need another name added to my to my thing, to your title. Uh, yeah, he he basically said. By the way, I'm a baron. Just you right are a baron, and I'm a colonel, but yeah. he said that they should call me the mailman, Timmy. Why uh, is that? Why is because, that, Colonel? Because I always deliver, Timmy. Because I always deliver. <laughs> I threw up in my mouth. Let me introduce the man who is known throughout the land as, uh, oh no, he's not. He is known. Not at all. As an oasis in the desert of despair. I know a one. man. <laughs> Uh, he's been called a ladies' man, uh, Brandy. Ladies' yes, man. The Lady very man. honorable, the Reverend <laughs> Colonel Charles Beauregard, Hawk <laughs> Walters the Third, affectionately known as the Southern Gentleman. How are you today, Colonel? <laughs> well, anyone die today? Would you like to? Are you okay, there, Devil? I love the ladies' man. man. The ladies' man. The ladies' man. I'm a ladies' man. That was I, uh, Have you seen the movie? Day. Did you see the movie? Yes, oh, God, God. help me, I did. I oh still got God, the pants and shoes. Uh, Timmy, That's you know what? I'm doing pretty damn good. I got to tell you, you know what I ran across in the grocery store yesterday, Timmy? What? Food. Blueberry Diet Coke, Timmy. Oh, I didn't know, they, I didn't know they made blueberry Diet Coke. Blueberry Asia Diet Coke. It could I, not be Asia? more. It's like the, it's like, yeah. It's like, uh-huh. the, like, the, like the drink of the gods, Timmy. And I they make you. strawberry guava. Okay, so after not talking to you three weeks story. on the air, yeah. that's 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 what you lead with. Well, he led strong. You know, our latest uh, our latest uh, review complained that it took us fifteen minutes to get to the story. I can't well, imagine what you know. And tell that person I have to go to them and tell it made it took me less than that to make their mom scream out my name. <laughs> Gross. Um. Well, it would have to, I guess, Brandon, because 15 minutes would be a very long time for the <laughs> Oh, well, yeah. I got to pace myself, Timmy. Let me ask you two and a half. Two and a half is less than 15. It came uh, to my attention on the pay- on our Facebook page that people are still interested in Johnny Footstool. Have you had any interaction with our great critic? Johnny, Johnny Footstool's in the wind, Timmy. I've been looking for Johnny Footstool ever since Johnny Footstool left that thing and I called him out on the air. He's been gone. He ain't left course, a review course, Johnny, on another podcast anywhere. Johnny first footstool left us a negative review back about, about three years ago when we first about started. Three years ago, I, I tracked down his IP address. I stole uh, his identity. I opened up some credit cards in his name, but I haven't been able to find him. Hmm. But I ruined his credit rating, Timmy. Let's talk about the uh, Emmanuel Baptist Church murders, shall we, Brandy? Let's talk about Theo. Theo, yes, Theo. Uh, although William Henry Theodore Durant was called four names, Theo, four names, four was, names. Called, was called Theo by his friends, the handsome and well-liked Sunday school superintendent soon earned a more sinister name, Colonel. He was called the Demon of the Belfry. Now, now you, isn't that what they call the, the devil? Belfry. Isn't that <laughs> what have, they call the devil when she goes to church? 
I, you know, I, I had I to go to know. church today. Oh my God! Yeah, you. I know. Have to go to church. I know. I, I hope it. I hope it. Uh, you don't spontaneously combust or anything. Me too. Oh, is this going to be uh, one of those Catholic weddings? I don't think so, but it's at a Catholic church. And I just want to point out to me, well, just mm-hmm. to our listeners, yes. before we get into the story, my colonel title is real, as opposed to some title. Some fake Irish girl bought for me. No, I've got, I've got, I'll show That's you. That's a gauntlet. I got that certificate and everything. I got a certificate. I, I am a Baron, and I would like to be addressed as Baron, Baron Von Scott. So, <laughs> so please, uh, uh, before please give you the respect you're afforded. Yes. The respect I'm a Lord. You. I'm a Lord, Brandy. Well, wait you, a minute. You can call me my Lord. <laughs> my lord yes. yeah I'm not going to do any of that but go ahead All right. Uh, well, at, at first glance Theodore Durant appeared to be what a well placed woman and her single daughters would call a good catch Brandy much like uh, young Dave you, he was a good catch for you um, he had a job in a car so yeah, yeah. I, I don't know what else you need Theodore was still in his 20s. He was courteous, well-groomed. Well, if you're well-groomed, that's a plus, Brandy. Yes, it is. He was a As doctor. As opposed to Lanny. <laughs> he was a doctor in training. Well, I, I'm, I'm sure Lanny Bays. It's just probably every other day. But Theo was a doctor. only got in, one arm to wash. Theo was a doctor in training at San Francisco's Cooper Medical College. He was devoutly religious, serving as an, a, an, as an assistant superintendent of the regular Sunday school at the Emmanuel Baptist Church in San Francisco. What's your thoughts on that, Brandy? Good for him. He was a Sounds like a catch. He was a religious sort of guy. Now, unknown to those around him, though, the young man had a darker side, Colonel. Don't we, we all? We all do. We all mm-hmm. do, Timmy. His dual obsessions were religion and sex. Brandy sounds like you. Okay. Although, well, it's the same. I mean, we all have hobbies. The, except for the religion part. Although in the latter, in sex, he uh, would confide to a fellow medical student that he had no knowledge of women, Brandy. Now, was he doing the religion and sex at the same time, Jimmy? I'm thinking when he says that he has no knowledge of women, Brandy, that's usually code for he couldn't find a clitoris. Don't you agree, Colonel? I would say so. Well, yeah. that's, He's I don't, still searching you know, for that G spot, Timmy. I feel like it's code for he couldn't find a vagina. Mm, maybe. Theo Durant was a very active member in the Emanuel Baptist Church in San Francisco. On April 13th, 1895, members of the church... We're preparing for the Sunday Easter service, kind of this time of year, right? When someone opened a closet in the church library and discovered the body of a mutilated, a muted, mutilated, a what? <laughs> mutilated young lady. Well, no, she's not. Yeah, yeah, a mutilated that, body of a young lady. She, she's all a dead body, Brandy. Dead body. Up, Chopped up into little fuck pieces. Up Sunday school. Yeah, well, Nothing fucks up a Sunday service like a mutilated body in the church closet. I'd like to see a faith healer come in and put that shit back together. Mm. 
The victim Lay some hands on that. The victim had been strangled to death and stabbed. Her wrist cut so deeply that her hands had practically been severed from her body. Um, cloth from her undergarments had been stuffed down her throat with a stick. And a later examination revealed that she had probably been sexually assaulted. So, not cool. A well-respected 23-year-old. Not cool. That's, no, how we, that's how we define that. Yeah. A well-respected 23, 23-year-old medical student and Sunday school su- superintendent, Theo Durant, would go on trial for this uh, ghast- ghastly crime. And the trial would rock the San Francisco community and leave lingering doubts about whether the real fiend was uh, truly apprehended. So this is a kind of a mystery, Brandy. This is a nail biter. We don't know. We don't know well, if they got should, the right. We should call right Scooby. We have to investigate this a little further, Timmy. Well, I'm glad you say that, Colonel, because let me tell you a little bit about Theo Durant. Uh, Theodore Henry Durant was born in 1871 in your favorite city, Colonel, Toronto, Canada. Well, wait a minute. Which one was it? Because up here you have William Henry Theodore Durant. Yeah. And well, there's Theodore Henry. Yeah, same. Same, same dude. Uh, okay. He was born to William Durant, who was a shoemaker or better known as a cobbler. Have you I ever like had cobbler, cobbler uh, Colonel? I, I I like cobbler. And, you know, you can't find a good cobbler anymore, Timmy. They're hard to find. I had a pair of boots, and I was trying to get some soles put on them, and it was... No, I mean, you just... You can't find a good cobbler anymore. Nobody cares. I said, how much for the new soles? It was $80 to put the soles on the boots, Timmy. I only paid $88 for the boots when they was new. Hmm. What do you think about that, Brandy? I could give a fuck about his fucking boots. Why are you so (laughs) anti-boot? <laughs> she said, "You, you kind of do sound anti-boot, Brian. You come across as anti-boot." Yes, yeah, like, I'm not anti-boot. I'm, an, I'm anti-bullshit stories. <laughs> well, it's it's not a bullshit story. I took them to a cobbler. There's one around here in town. Only one left. Well, of course, because like, it's the West Side. Yeah, and I was like, I want some new soles put on here. It was eighty dollars. Like, you go to high school with him? I did. I did. <laughs> then I went up the street to the blacksmith, and you know, had my, right. Rudy shoes got your horse shoed. Yeah, yeah got, got some shoes put on Rudy. And... Huh. So, so okay. continue, Timmy. I'm sorry. I, I digress, Timmy. Thank you. He, so he's born Thank in you. Toronto uh, to William Durant, who was a shoemaker, and his wife, Isabella Durant. Uh, the family uh, immigrated to San Francisco in 1878 to take advantage of the population growth that resulted from the gold rush. Uh, with prospectors moving to California in search of gold, William Durant figured that he they would be needing shoes. Brandy, you got prospectors, right? You need, you need shoes. Can't well, get duh. it. You can't. You can't search for gold barefooted. No, you cannot. Uh, so he packed up his family and they relocated, uh, and he opened his cobbler business in the Bay Area. Actually, it was one of the first um, cobbler businesses in. San Francisco, so they had that distinction. Anyway, Theo was a quiet Because if you don't boy. have good shoes on, Timmy, and you're looking mm-hmm. for gold, you might accidentally pick your toe. That's true, Brandy. Mm-hmm. That's something to, something to think about, Brandy. <clears throat> I, I, next time I'm panning for gold, I'll consider that. <laughs> Theo was a quiet boy, Brandy, and he was a good student. 
averaging the highest marks uh, in his class throughout high school. Theo had a sister named Beulah. Beulah um, Maud. Beulah Maud. My God. Yeah. Her parents must have hated her. Yeah, they probably, she was born and they said, ah, she's not a really attractive child. We're going to call her Beulah. Hammer. Beulah yeah. Maud. Mm, Beulah Maud Durant was born in 1873, who, uh, and she later changed her name to Maud, Maud uh, Allen or something. There you uh, go, Maud Allen, yep, and better. Became a, she became a famous actress, Brandy, and she did interpretive dance. Now, There's you've been known nothing. to do interpretive dance, Brandy. Uh, would, you con- would you consider doing your interpretive dance at DweebCon this year? Sure. Okay. Sure. I'll, I will consider it. I'll try and throw something together. Thank you. Theo, Theo was well-liked in the community, Colonel. And when he was not studying or helping his father in his shop, Theo did volunteer work at the Emmanuel First Baptist Church in San Francisco. I'm assuming, Brandy, that they, uh, he was Baptist. That's an assumption. You would assume part. so. There you yeah. go. Well, yeah. But he, Theo was a devout Christian, and he attended services, Brandy, twice a week. Not twice a lifetime like you, but <laughs> yeah. twice a week. <clears throat> Do you go to church no. on Easter, Devil? No. No, well. because because you, here's you are, you, I forgot. You're one of those people. You're in a cult. You're not yes. a regular church person. Really? No. No, She's no, anti- no. She's they antichrist. Mm-hmm. And they have I'm not, none of those things. And they have Easter service. And I just don't go. The Mormons have Easter service? Sure. I'm not yeah. buying that she's a Mormon. Every Mormon that either. I've talked to have been very <laughs> devout. And you're they, not the most de- devout person I've ever met. Well, as they sit here drinking met. my coffee, no, I'm not that devout. Sunday you, morning, and you're home in your PJs. Yeah, and right. when he ran for president, Mitt Romney, you know, he didn't win, but he right. seemed like a nice, polite man, didn't he? He had nice hair. He had nice hair, nice manners, and Every Mormon I met has been like that, so I can only assume you've been excommunicated, devil. Yeah, I don't see. I that have not. Yeah. Do Mormons have a pope? No, but <clears throat> I can tell you that there have been quite a few at my door trying to get me to come back to church because, of course, my my you know podcast status and all. Been mm. trying to trying to get Sa- celebrity save back you? to church. Oh, I thought they were trying no. to save you. Mm. No, but no. Well, Theo was uh, he was a devout Christian. He, he he attended services twice a week, and although his family were also members of the church, Theo was the most enthusiastic and devout member of his family. So, don't be casting dispersions on Theo yet, yeah. Brandy. Wait till he kills okay. these two girls. Then you well, so far, Theo's a outstanding right. young man. Yeah. Now, Theo served as the Sunday school superintendent. That's a pretty responsible position, Brandy. No, that's not one you take lightly. Yeah, he was a church elder and uh, Bible school teacher and in charge of the annual charity drive. So he's, he's a busy man, Brandy. Yes. Theo would often uh, visit sick members of the congregation and would often do home repairs for members too old or sick. To do their own repairs. Like, man, I would join that church just to have him come over by my house and do some work. That's a pretty good did deal. Did I ever tell you, Timmy, did I ever tell you no. I taught Sunday school for quite some time? No, you never told me that. I was a Sunday school teacher for the what kindergarten you classes. Your thoughts on that, Brandy? I've seen his mullet. 
he was not. I was a Sunday school teacher. I can verify that. And one time at Christmas time, I had a young lady. They were talking about Mary. And this young little girl raises her hand and she said, Mr. Chuck, what is a virgin? Mm -hmm. How did you explain that, Chuck? I said, you know, there are some things that you should discuss with your parents. And this is one I believe you should discuss immediately after this class. Mm. Go ask your mother and father that. That is a mm. fucking amazing story. I was on and the I told her, goddamn seat. I said, now, you know, you know the re- <laughs> reason people love this show, Randy, is because of all the antidotes. <laughs> well, that's a fucking amazing story. <laughs> uh, no, I, I was a Sunday school teacher, and I had a, a, a five-year-old kid one time raise a hand because, you know, we don't use yeah, that Yeah, we heard the story the, the first we, time. We don't use the term <laughs> Virgin Mary. Somewhere she heard it, and she said, what, are you talking about Virgin Mary? And I said, yes. And she said, what does Virgin mean? And I said, well, <sighs> that is something you will have to take up with your parents. So though. wait a minute. So a girl asked you what a word meant, and you told her to go ask her parents. It's fucking fascinating. To Can distill it down, on? yes. Yes, that's what okay. it was. That's, that would be great if you could do that to any story you have, is just distill that shit down. It'd be Why, fucking amazing. Could, you know, Timmy, could we do these a little bit later? Because she's ugly in the morning. <laughs> she's just ugly. <laughs> Due to his busy schedule, Brandy, Theo did not date much. He was shy... And when it came to members of the opposite, uh, he was shy when it came to members of the opposite sex. Theo would participate in single activities sponsored by the church. See, the church should not be, I don't think, Colonel, the church should be encouraging uh, fornication. But when they had these single dances and, uh, you know, these picnics for the eligible, you know, single members of their congregation, that that encouraged fornication. uh, Wouldn't you agree? Well, that's just well, see. That's why you got outlaw dancing. You think? Oh my God! Dancing leads to sex. Your thoughts on that? Brandon? Dancing is just fornicating. We're not in footloose. Mm, We're not in footloose. Yeah, uh, I'm just telling you. You know what? They they only give you one side of footloose. You only get yeah. The, you, you only get Kevin Bacon's side. But that exactly. the only side I need. That community would have been in much better place. If they kept the outlaw and dancing, they, you know, they had, had, sec- they they had, had sex no like teenage crazy. pregnancy before the dancing, Timmy. I know. Heaven bacon side. Not nary a teenage pregnancy in that town. Then all of a sudden, Kevin comes in with his foot loose thing, and you got. Mm-hmm. And then they're having half sex. the senior Next class. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Your thoughts on that, Brandy? What the fuck ever? Heaven Theo Durant. Side, the only side. So, okay, so he's a, a, a Sunday, he's active in the church. Perhaps uh, he's shy, perhaps around women is why people were surprised when they, they saw Theo talking to a very attractive young lady named Blanche Lamont on April 3rd, April 3rd 1895. They saw him, uh, they, they were both on a streetcar together. At the trolley uh, stop in downtown San Francisco. Because he's so shy around women, people were kind of shocked to see him conversing with the young lady, Brandy. Now, Branch was 20 years old and was studying to be a teacher. Blanche had, um, Blanche had been teaching at one at a one-room school in Hecla, Montana. Of course, Colonel, you've been to Hecla, Montana, I'm sure. I've been there. Yeah, of course he has. 
and the year before when she moved to San Francisco to further her education at a normal school. Normal being normal school being of course school for teachers and was living with her aunt Tyfina, Tyrafina. <laughs> that, that sounds like a damn noble. disease you don't want to get. Sounds like a uh, disease. Yeah, you have Trophina. your doctors. Yeah, open, open wide. Uh, looks yeah. like you might have time. To might have to, we're going to have to give you some antibiotics for that <laughs> tryptophenia you got there. Her aunt was very active at the Emmanuel Baptist Church, and she introduced her niece to Theo Durant the previous Sunday. On April 3rd, uh, Miss Noble went to the Emmanuel Church where she was to meet her niece. However, Miss Noble arrived and Blanche was nowhere to be found. Theo, Theo approaches, approached uh, Miss Noble and promised to help her look for her niece. Theo briefly looked around the church and uh, then abruptly declared, Brandy, the young woman is nowhere to be found. So he kind of <laughs> glances around and then declares that, <laughs> yeah. that does, that's not suspicious, Brandy. Wait a Perhaps, minute. Here you go. And he says, the young woman is nowhere to be found. Perhaps she was kidnapped and sold into prostitution. <laughs> I, that's how you make that leap. And that yeah. is how you make a leap. Well, was San Francisco. <laughs> yeah, and you know, it's not unusual, I guess, for someone to be kidnapped and sold into prostitution. You know, they had human trafficking back then. But that does seem pretty quick to make that judgment. But I mean, you jumped right on that. <laughs> Good Lord. I was almost one time sold into gigolodum, Timmy. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm you glad. I'm it glad was, that he, it was horrific. He was. Did he you, was. He was sold, and then they returned him. And then uh, <laughs> they kept the receipt. You, did you have to work in an Asian spa, Colonel, and <laughs> give happy endings? To, I, had to go to, I, had to, I had to work at the country club for the old uh, ladies, Timmy. Uh, and give them happy endings? <laughs> I did. Mm. Jesus. So the spec. This I needed specula- the money. I was young, Timmy. So this uh, unusual speculation um, by Theo, of course, caused Miss Miss Noble some distress, Brandy, and she started to cry. Uh, she didn't. Re- she couldn't understand why he would jump to the conclusion that her niece had been you know. insulted in prostitution. But anyway, Theo apologized and said he was sure that Blanche was safe, sure, <laughs> and that she would turn sure. up any time. I was kidding. Uh, That's what, I was just kidding. <laughs> no, that didn't happen. Um, Theo suggested that Miss Noble go home and wait uh, wait for her her, her niece there. Um, now, Theo did not mention to Miss Noble that he had seen Blanche on the streetcar earlier in the day. Because remember, he was he had there were witnesses that he had been talking to her, uh, and they would later testify that they saw Theo and Blanche sitting next to each other on the streetcar. Now, they were sitting close, very close, and that Theo was whispering into her ear. Was there t- on the streetcar named Desire, Timmy? I don't, I, I don't know. Blanche that? Was, that was Blanche. Was, yeah. Yeah. That was Blanche DeBoo. Now, wouldn't it be funny if they I were think looking it was in the for South? Wasn't that New Orleans? Stella. Yeah, yeah, I think it was a streetcar named Desire yelling, Stella! I think that was Rocky, but yeah. Oh, okay. Close, uh, yes. <laughs> so he was spotted on the streetcar whispering in, in uh, Blanche's ear and tapping her lightly, uh, tapping at her lightly. I don't know what that means. Okay, so anyway, 
Witnesses stated that you wrote was, this shit. How would you I, not know what it means? I mean, it's been weeks. It's been weeks and weeks because you know people in your family keep How did, fucking I mean, dying. You wrote this fucking thing. How do you not know? Now, see, this is what breaks my heart. I'm so used to the prose that you put out here, Timmy. Well, you know, and, Colonel, when I wrote this, it was fresh in my mind, but then your family members but, keep but dying. But you're like 80 years old now, and you wrote exactly. it yesterday, for Christ's sake. Witnesses. <laughs> Witnesses stated that Theo and Blanche got off at their stop and were seen walking down 21st Street to the Emmanuel Baptist Church. So now it's a little suspicious, Brandy. Oh, not a place in them with Blanche. Mm. <clears throat> a Mrs. Caroline Leak saw them enter the church together. Another witness, uh, nope, another witness, same witness. <laughs> later testified at his trial uh, that uh, Theo was the last person, known person, to see Blanche Lamont alive. So it's a little suspicious now, Brandy. A little bit. Now, after Mrs. Noble, you know, Trifina, left, uh, left the church, George King, the church uh, choir director and organist, uh, who was practicing hymns on the organ that day, testified that Theo came downstairs looking pale and shaken and asked him uh, to go get some medicine at a nearby store. The next day, Theo Durant had tried to pawn some woman's ring at the San Francisco Tenderloin District at a pawn shop, I guess. The pawn shop owner became suspicious and would not accept them, Brandy. Well, you, can't pawn stuff at, you can't pawn stuff at Kroger's, so yeah, he was yeah. probably at a pawn shop. In the shop. tenderloin section. <laughs> so, I, I'd like to live in the tenderloins, Timmy. Yeah. It's, an, it's a uh, It's opposed to the Today leathery... Yeah. Oh, is it? The, the, mm. the leathery decaying tenderloins. Yeah. Well, and let's also establish not a criminal mastermind if you're going out the next day to do this stuff. Well, and not too bright to immediately um, say that the young lady is, was kidnapped oh, yeah. and sold into prostitution because, um, of course, he wanted to, he would love for them to think that she had disappeared and was kidnapped. But we know better, Brandy. Continue. We do. So that same afternoon, uh, Miss Noble received a package with the, name George, with the name George King, who was the church choir director, written on the wrapper with Blanche's rings inside. Well, this guy's, he's fucking dumb. Uh, it was three days after Blanche's disappearance before Ms. Noble had reported her missing to the police. Police questioned Theo because he was the last person she was seen with, and also because a young woman of the church said that Blanche had once come upon Theo Durant nude in the church library, as <laughs> one is wont to do. Colonel, have you ever been nude in the church library? I have to me because sometimes <clears throat> that's how I used to pay my library fines to me. Uh, I see the lady, the librarian. She would just dr take her glasses off, let her head down, shake it out real good, and say, "Colonel, you have no. some fines, and we're gonna have to take care of these in the back room." Oh, it's like the woman in the, yes. the hot for teacher video, right? Very much yeah. like that. And she would, she would always. She would always, uh, even when my books were turned in on time, she would say, Colonel, I'm sorry. You got some fines to pay. And I would have to go in the back order. Mm. Nobody ever did that to and you. And you had to give her a happy ending? I did. I had to, I had to do the Dewey Decimal <sighs> thing on her, Timmy. Theo, Theo <clears throat> denied these allegations, stating he'd only met Blanche the Sunday before 
and that the two did not have a sexual relationship. So at this point, the police did not have a body or any evidence. Sexual relations with that woman. Exactly. Uh, Police did not have a body or any evidence that suggested uh, what had happened to Blanche, so she remained listed as a missing person. During this time, Theo began focusing his attentions on 21-year-old Minnie Flora. Oh, Minnie Flora Minnie Williams. Flora. <clears throat> Listen, Minnie that's Flora. That's a nice, we got that's a nice name. <clears throat> There's yeah, another thing you need antibiotics for. I got, oh, mm-hmm. I got some bad flora on me. <laughs> I've got a mini flora. Yeah, mini flora. Uh, she was <laughs> also well, a Good mini- thing it's not a maximum flora, Colonel. <laughs> yeah, the maxi flora. Mm-hmm. Okay, so she was also a member of the church. Mm-hmm. Uh, police were clueless as to Blanche's whereabouts, but 21-year-old Minnie Williams was talking her head off to anyone who had listened, telling her friends that she knew too much about the case, hinting darkly that Blanche had met with foul play. Foul play, Colonel. That really should be the name of this podcast, Foul Play. Foul Play. On April 12th, 1895, nine days after Blanche Lamont disappeared, which was Good Friday, at 7 p.m., Minnie Williams also disappeared. Mm. Her trapper... Hmm. Wasn't a good Friday for her. <laughs> well, wait a minute, Brandy. Do you know, Brandy, are you devoted? You're devoted. You're very devoted to this podcast, Brandy, and I appreciate that. And I, you know, I Thank spent you. hours, you know, researching and writing this podcast. But do you know that the Colonel is a podcasting whore? I mean, the guy <laughs> has like 15 podcasts he's on, Brandy. And he cannot be here to record with us. I'm in demand, Timmy. Your I'm thoughts de- on that, Brandy? That's bullshit. I agree. He needs to know. He needs to figure out which side his bread is buttered. That's what I'm saying. That's right. What side? I know where my bread is buttered. <laughs> so, you ever notice when you drop your bread, Timmy, it always falls on the buttered side. I don't butter my bread, but I believe you. I've done that with the toast. In fact, with jelly. Mm-hmm. Do you like jelly brandy? And do you oh. know the people in England, Leanne, they call it jam, Colonel. Even when it's jelly. See, I don't get that. Even when it's jelly, they call it jam. They don't know the difference between the two. And you know, they call it hurricane instead of hurricane. They're weird. Well, they're a funny breed over that to me. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Continue, Brandy. So Minnie had told her friends at the boarding house that she was going to a church member meeting at the home of a church elder named Vogel, whose wife, Mary, had seen Theo walking with Blanche Lamont the day she disappeared. You know, yeah, when, I read, when I read these stories, I, I sometimes feel a little bit guilty because I never go to church. And all these people go to church and they're volunteering to do work with the church. You know, I stay home and I watch Netflix. See, I know, watch I, Joe Olstein, Timmy, so I feel like I got my church in. I, you I know you're very religious, but you know, me and me, Brandy and I don't go to church. Brandy and I are not, well, no, not I mean, church-going and, and people. I'm not ju- I, if you want to spend your spend your eternity in hell, that's fine with me. I can't really tell you what to do. I mean, even <laughs> you think, if you, you really think I'm to going church, to go to hell? Oh yeah. Ah. yeah. You're going to hell, Timmy. You're going I don't to hell. Think so. You know. All right. I'm, hey. Mm-hmm. Hey. Focus. Okay. Okay, a few minutes after 7 p.m., Minnie this, Williams... This story is much more important than my eternal soul. But yeah, yeah, that's well, because, that. wait a minute, your eternal soul is, I mean, like, that path is set. That path is... <laughs> no, that is not true. 
That is not true. Paid. If Timmy would that drop to his knees and done and beg for forgiveness for a couple days, there's no. a chance. I give him fifty-fifty chance. You know, I'm not as sleazy as I used to be. I mean, I I don't do anything. I just stay home now. Yeah, but so there was a lot of sleeves behind you. Jimmy. You're carrying <laughs> yeah. a lot of sleeves. I, I realize there's a few decades of you know I have to be you know I have to be accounted for, but you know now I'm yeah. a, I'm a and now you're a hermit. Person. Yes. Now. When you get to those pearly gates, Saint Peter's going to have some questions that you ain't going to want to answer, Timmy. Wait a minute. Let's not go crazy and say you're a good person. Now you're just not out in the world. You actually haven't changed. I'm not, I'm not doing any damage, I guess I should say. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah. I have my cat. I take care of my cat. I mean, good person. That cat's going to eat you one day, Timmy. I know. Yes. Yes. All, All right. right. So, a few minutes after seven, Minnie Williams was seen in a heated discussion with Theo Durant in front of the church. It was loud enough to alert a passerby named Elmer Hodgkins to stop Elmer. and intervene. They, they would later name Glue after him, Brandon. Mm-hmm. Yes. Elmer later testified that the two were arguing. Theo was raising his voice to Minnie, and his manner was not becoming a gentleman. Hmm. And that the pair did calm down. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. And entered the church together. This was the excuse me, last time Minnie Williams was seen alive. Mm-hmm. Perhaps she, she was kidnapped and sold into prostitution. <laughs> this happens. is about the time I stuck going to the second Baptist church, Timmy. Right. <laughs> or at least so, start up a second Baptist church where bodies ain't stuffed in the closet all the damn time. Mm. An hour or so later, at 9 p.m. that evening, Theo arrived at the church elder's house for a scheduled meeting, and he arrived alone. Hmm, the following day... Hmm. Without the following many. day, without many. That would be the definition of alone. Yes. The following day... Or anyone else. Right. On Saturday, April 13th, the women of the church were decorating the church for Easter Sunday. Okay. One of the ladies went to a cabinet to get cups, and when she opened the door, she found a mutilated female body inside. No. I hate that. Find to get cups. <laughs> yeah. All she's wanting is some Dixie cups, and uh, damn it. Well, you, you know, you can't unsee that, you know. You have no, you, you can't. can't. Just, can't just push it aside and, you know. And get the cups. Right, right, right. So I guess she was aghast. I would guess. Clutch mm. the pearls moment for her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Minnie Williams' lifeless, blood-smeared body wedged inside a church cupboard. Was wedged inside a church cupboard. Half naked, she'd been stabbed in both breasts, 
her wrist slashed, and her own underwear jammed in her mouth. Now he's big on that underwear in the mouth. So, you know, well, he doesn't plan these things, things the out first... too well, does he? I mean, he, I mean, he just kills him and no. stuffs him in a cabinet in the church. I mean, I don't, and one was in the belfry. So, I mean, I don't think he's, he's really planning these out very well, Colonel. It, uh, it seems like he gets enraged at church to me, to me. Yeah, and he's got some kind of anger against women because he keeps he's it, it's not just strangling him and he's stabbing in her breast and stuff. So, well, he's anti titty, Colonel. He is anti titty. <laughs> Continue, Brandy. <clears throat> Police waited a day before searching the rest of the church, thereby disrupting Easter services. But it was worth the effort. Once they forced the boarded-up door to the Emmanuel Baptist Church 120-foot belfry, they found Blanche Lamont's body. She was naked, strangled, raped after death, her clothing packed into belfry rafters. Her corpse had been arranged so neatly, head propped up on a wooden block, that police immediately cast cast about for someone who knows something about medicine. Hmm. Hmm. Um... Brandy, and I guess that we can rule out that she was kidnapped and sold into prostitution at this I point. think that, yeah, I think that rules that out. Okay. Uh, police immediately began a search for Theo, who was the last one seen with both murdered women. And he, he was a medical student, so. Yes. Mm-hmm. Bankers, judges, hack drivers, and shop girls gossiped about little else. And people lined up for blocks to view the victims' identical white coffins at the local funeral parlor. Good Lord. (laughs) Well, they didn't have Netflix. (laughs) I guess. The city's many newspapers were absolutely thrilled with the story, of course. During the next couple of years, well over 400 articles would appear in the San Francisco Chronicle alone. It was not long before the newspapers were referring to the murders as the crimes of the century. See, how many crimes of the century can you have, Colonel? I mean, every time we do a podcast, something the, the crime It's the crime of the century. Yeah. 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 It wasn't just that the two girls were such upstanding citizens. The angle made it horrifying and captivating to San Francisco was the fact that Theo Durant was such a nice, normal guy. He was a, Ted Bundy. He's the Ted Bundy of the 1800s. Yeah. Mm. Uh he was uh, friendly and open in demeanor, well-liked, of excellent reputation, and again, the assistant superintendent of a Sunday school. I don't think much like me. I don't think. I don't think you could suspect that if someone was a superintendent. Well, he's an assistant superintendent. Now, if he was a superintendent, no, I he'd think, be above reproach. Yeah, yeah, right. Just an yeah. assistant, they're probably sketchy. Yeah, yeah. at best. Yeah. There's been some uh, holding their career back, some kind of scandalous behavior. Mm-hmm. To me. Well, our modern cliche of the serial killer as the guy next door who wouldn't hurt a fly was still a long way off. It seemed incredible to San Francisco that such a gentleman could be capable of such bestial and savage acts. Mm. In any case, the murders attracted newspaper men from all over the world. By the time the trial began, the case was so overexposed that, reminiscent of the O.J. Simpson case a century later. Sounds like your boobs in high school, devil. Right, well. Overexposed. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Well, sometimes he's funny, Brandy. You got to admit that. (laughs) 
Yeah, come on, hilarious. that was a good one. Uh, 3,600 potential jurors needed to be examined to come up with a final 12. Wow. Hmm. The trial, the trial lasted three weeks and San Francisco hung on every word. Page after page of courtroom dialogue was published, complete with detailed illustrations and interviews with anyone even remotely connected to the case. Now, I want you all to keep in mind that this is what Timmy wrote. Human nature being as weird as it is. <laughs> See, that's that's right to the point to me. I like that. I like Thank the preciseness yeah. of it. I just find it I just succinct. I just find it ironic. I just find it ironic. Did Timmy wrote that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the handsome Theo Durant received lots of attention from young women, including a number of marriage proposals. We've seen that before. Yeah. And a pretty blonde dubbed the sweet pea girl. Brought him a bouquet of flowers every morning. The Good sweet boy. pea girl. She brought him sweet peas. Mm-hmm. Theo Durant's insistence upon his innocence never wavered. And it is quite true that the evidence against him was t- entirely circumstantial, but it was also overwhelming. Now, Timmy, if you was accused of a crime, would you rather have the sweet pea girl or the double D girl coming to visit <laughs> Well, it could be one and the same. That's, yes. that's, that's your, you know, I'm, sometimes I think it'd be good to go to prison just so I can meet women because there's all <laughs> these women. No, there's like women that correspond with these I guys. They go cra- they're, and they're crazy women, Timmy. I know. They're Wait crazy a minute. Women, so you know what they're going to be like. <laughs> well, Timmy gets sent on Tinder. He doesn't have to go to prison for that. Timmy, do you hmm. use uh, Tinder? No, no. I, I did not think Timmy used Tinder. No, no. I am a, I'm... I have turned turned the page, that page, Colonel. I'm a very, I'm a very well-behaved Christian you are, gentleman. <clears throat> you are no longer what we would call Northern Kentucky's most eligible bachelor, Timmy. I am, I am I well-behaved. Did we ever called him that? Did we ever call him that? <laughs> he was in the paper a couple of times for that, Devil. Well, the, yeah, but that was different. No, that yeah. wasn't an eligible bachelor. It was on the police scanner. <laughs> Theo Durant had been involved with both victims had not only been placed at the scene of both crimes, but was hmm. apparently the last person seen in the company of each girl. You got hmm. to admit, Brandy, that is uh, some shit. Yeah. The day that Blanche Lamont vanished, he had been spotted downtown attempting to pawn several women's rings. Duh. Went over how stupid that was. And a medical student classmate testified that Theo had confided certain sexual preoccupations. Hmm. Well, what were they? Son of a bitch. Hmm. Um, predilections that he had there. Peccadillos. He but he never gets into them. Sexual... I'm so upset by that. Well, because Timmy does not want this to be one of those graphic podcasts. I, I, do. That's exactly right. I, Timmy's I, trying to show some restraint. Yes, I'm mm-hmm. trying to keep uh, I, our reputation. I'm trying to act. keep it family friendly. Yes. yes. That's what the fuck's happening. There, were pl- there was plenty more. Theo Durant's conviction in the newspapers was upheld by the jury in the court, and he was sentenced to death by hanging. By hanging. Hanging until he was dead. Though the case was appealed, allowing the circus to continue for several months, eventually, <laughs> Durant's, <laughs> options, <laughs> eventually Durant's legal options just ran out, and the execution was set for January 7th, 1898. Uh, your thoughts on that, Brandy? 
Well, you know, let it burn, baby. Two years after his conviction, Theodorant's lawyers continued to fight to save their client's life. There were appeals in court and appeals to the governor for a pardon, but none would come. So, Chuckles, well, tell me, me about Let me tell you what happened here. Yes. Now, there was a bunch of people in thongs gathered around the <laughs> prison <laughs> on the day of the execution. It's throngs of it. people. Oh, throngs of people. I'm sorry. I thought you it was people in thongs. I'm sorry, Tim. <laughs> they may have been wearing thongs, but we don't know that. Okay. Well, there was horse-drawn buses rattled back and forth, delivering loads of curiosity seekers. Boys on bicycles had been hired to patrol the telegraph wires leading to San Quentin, making sure that no one could clip the lines to prevent a possible gubernatorial pardon from coming through. Oh, now that would suck. Like if you, you know, that would was, suck. Yeah. 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 Um, what? It didn't go nowhere. So anyway, the pardon to me never came. Wah wah wah. But That's even sad. after two years of suspense and morbid anticipation, Timmy, mm-hmm. inside the execution chamber, both for amphitheater of onlookers. Feel was cool as the proverbial cucumber to me. Now that's some pros right there to me. Thank, thank you. Hey, Brandy, would you would you witness a pros, uh, a execution if you had the chance? I don't know. I think it would depend. I'd witness if it was if it was somebody that hurt my family. I would. no, no, no. I mean, like if it was just a, a oh, case that you had nothing up the road. No. Yeah. Okay. Colonel. Uh-huh. Would um, you? not a lethal injection. Those are boring to me. Mm. A hanging, you would though. Hanging, I probably would. Uh, yeah. what, uh, by firing squad. Firing squad. Yeah, that'd be cool. Mm. Mm. Now, though interrupted by the imposition of the hangman's hood, now they get to Theo here. Theo mm. began to speak. Mm. What did he say, Colonel? Well, you know what? No, wait he... a minute. I want you to. I want you to. I want you to do this from your diaphragm. I mean, really, really get into this and quote him like as if it was you. And this is what he had to say, Timmy. He said, I now go to receive the justice given to an innocent boy who has not stained his hands with the crimes that have been put upon him by the press of San Francisco. Then with the noose actually around his neck, he declared his blameless. Yes. Unlike my friend Carl Panzram, who said, uh-huh. I did it, fuck each and every one of you, and if I could kill you, I'd do it myself. You, d- you stupid Hoosiers. You stupid Hoosiers, yeah. <laughs> so he said, I am innocent. I say now this day before God, to whom I now go meet and meet my dues, I am innocent. Well, Brandy, he seems pretty uh, insistent on his innocence. Yeah, well... Wouldn't you be? I don't. Well, I'm just you thinking. you continue to be. You well, continue to be insistent on your innocence. Well, I am innocent. I haven't done anything. I have only. Uh, I that's between me and my maker, Brandy. Uh-huh. And the San Francisco Chronicle reported that his performance was so good it had given the hangman a nervous breakdown. Timmy. Well. I mean, you shouldn't be in that job if you're if you're anxious in any anyway. Yeah, but Brandy, uh, get another the job. San Francisco Chronicle. Brandy is a newspaper. Yeah, thanks. I mentioned it earlier, but go ahead. <laughs> and one of the death row guards even confessed all through this case. I believe Durant to be guilty 
and thought he would break down at the last, but the coolness he displayed on the gallows and the speech he made declaring his innocence fairly made me tremble. Mm. He, they was up there clutching their pearls, Timmy. Brandy, are you are you now having second uh, thoughts on Theo Durant's uh, guilt? No. All right. Continue, Colonel. Well, we may okay, never like know. That? You would you would you you know what you're fucked if you if you're facing criminal charges and Brandy is on your jury. Oh, you're guilty. You're guilty. <laughs> you might as well throw yourself yeah. on the mercy of the court. <laughs> on the mercy of the court. Yeah. <laughs> now. Theo was the only suspect, suspect the police focused on. There's some evidence to suggest that there could have been others involved. Hmm. The evidence against Theo was convincing, but almost entirely circumcised, Timmy. Circumcised, Brandy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, which is close to circumstantial, but mm. not at all. Well, and there's the tiniest silver of an outside <laughs> Sliver, chance. sliver. So, oh, my, see, my dyslexia is all <laughs> kicking in on me today. Hey, mm. hey, Chuck, yeah. you're a dumbass is showing. <laughs> Thank you. Put that. Go ahead and put that away. Eyes up here, please. <laughs> mm -hmm. anyway, okay, so there was an a... outside chance that someone else was responsible. Now, the mm. pastor of the church had certainly behaved in an odd and suspicious manner. Reverend mm. Abraham Almighty Albright. They used to call him Almighty. You know what? I if I ever had a kid, I'd name him Abraham. Because you know people don't name their kids Abraham anymore. No, they don't. They don't. But you know what, Reverend Honest Dave here, he'd been seen in the company of both women the day of the murders, mm -hmm. and he gave inconsistent testimony to the police, Timmy. Hmm. And what's more, an old miner had ridden into town a week before the hanging told anyone who would listen. He'd run into a man on the trail who confessed to the whole thing in detail. Mm. Yet neither of these possibilities was even explored by the instigators, Timmy. Yeah, so it seems like, Brandy, that the police, once they started focusing on Theo Durant, just they didn't even investigate any other possibilities. They just rubber stamped it, Timmy. Yeah, I'm, I'm concerned about that, Brandy. Justice, uh, justice requires that they at least explore other possibilities. Justice denied is not justice served, Timmy. Uh, I agree with that, Colonel. I have that tattooed oh. on my buttocks. <laughs> <laughs> so the scene of the crime, the Emmanuel Baptist Church is long gone. Yeah. It stood in the Mission District on Bartlett Street between 22nd and 23rd, where the apartment building stands today. The church is something of a cursed history anyway, with one pastor a suicide, hmm. another disgraced by sexual impropriety. And a third, the Reverend Isaac Callick was shot and killed by a parishioner. Oh, it does have that's a rough history. ass church right there. Mm, it is. You ain't you better get your ass saved walking through the door first. I think you're right. Before you, I yeah, think you're right, Colonel. You need to join the second and then join the second Baptist church. Mm. Mm -hmm. Or go to the Methodist church. They ain't killing people all the time. In any case, yes. it was right from removal from this planet, Timmy. Mm -hmm. And a few years later, it burned or was burned to the ground. Now, Theo's sister, Beulah, Beulah Maud Durant. Durant, would have a long Beulah and successful career as an actress, actress, I'm sorry, dancer and pornographer, Timmy. No, I don't think no. she was a pornographer, but she was an no. actress. Don't, don't be smart, Beulah Maud. She I was mean, a pornographer. Beulah Maud's got enough problems with her name. 
So, yeah, you know the titles they was coming up with. Yeah. So, anyway, she changed her name to Maude Allen because of the Because, you know, like in high school, kids are saying, you know, Beulah will blow you and stuff like exactly. that. Exactly. Never Big heard of that <laughs> <laughs> Now, when she died in 1956, Maude worked to clear her brother's name. She was never successful. And one final note. After Durant's yes. execution, no cemetery in San Francisco would even take his remains. The no, problem, no, Sam, no cemetery, Brandy, would yeah. take his remains. But yeah. they shipped his body down the coast to Los Angeles, Timmy. Hmm. Because they'll take anybody in Los Angeles. Yeah, I guess so. All right. Well, that's the... Is that it? That is it, yeah. Timmy. That's the story of Theo Durant and the Emanuel Baptist Church murders. And I'd like to know your final thoughts, Brandy, if any. I think he did it. I think he did it. And because he's trying to pawn people's rings and whatever else, I think he totally did that. Uh, but I Colonel, do. Uh, yes. Well, I do want to say that I'm, I have to leave you now because I have to go get ready to go to this wedding and get everybody out the door. Well, so. Give us, give our regards to young Kate. Uh, I you will want to give her some tips on the, you know, the wedding night. I probably won't do that because at you, all. you, you're familiar with the, you know, the sexual, uh, interactions between man and woman. So you could give her some <clears> tips. <throat> yeah. I'm probably uh, Colonel, not going to do you that. have any tips for a young Kate on her wedding night? Well, let me, let me know <laughs> when a man loves a woman. No. <laughs> okay, Brandy, uh, we, 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 we will let you go. Um, please. Uh, what you wearing, best. devil? Tell us what you're wearing. Yeah. Are you wearing a bra? Are, <laughs> I, I are had you, planned on it, yes. Are you a maid of honor uh, or anything no. like that? No. So she no. is not a maid of honor, Colonel. Uh, we would not suspect that, uh, that uh, you would. But, you know, maybe Kate was desperate. Just, and, just quickly, Timmy, um, you work with Kate yourself right we work in the same boat against kate right? yes yes the lovely kate was you invited to this wedding to me you know actually i was she actually invited me on friday i mean oh, not, did she form now? not formally <clears throat> I, you know, I didn't get a, like a fancy invitation or something but she did ask me if i would like to come but you know i told her i don't go to things i was not invited <laughs> strangely to me well is it is it strangely Strangely, I was not invited. So, since you're not invited, Colonel, you should give her some tips on the wedding night because you no. know a lot of times brides are nervous uh, when they, you know, they fornicate for the very first time. And um, you, you know, you a man, you're 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 wardly, uh, Brandy. Well, he is wardly. And uh, do you have any wordy? advice? Yes, he's wordy. What about you, Brandy? I mean, you you've been known to have sex on occasion what what is your advice to young women who marry uh, a man uh, my advice to anybody is not get married yeah but once but, you're married you have to put out that's 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 no, only fair that's part of the <laughs> no covenant. actually you don't it's some part of the marriage contract yeah um, well, all right so i have to go get well ready. let's just pretend you was a good wife yeah yeah, yeah. okay well we'll talk about fine. you while you're gone yeah we will talk that's about fine. you I don't care. Uh, Colonel, now you have you have a list of people who support do, us on Timmy, Patreon. And, 
And we would very much like to thank uh, everyone who supported us everyone. on Patreon. And we're going to thank them right now, Timmy. Well, yeah. And if you would like to <clears throat> support us on Patreon, just go to patreon.com slash history dweebs where you can give a little, you can give a lot, or or as my cousin. Hold on. Let me get my cousin in here. Okay. Connor, Connor O'Connell. Oh, yeah. This she is St. Patrick's Day. So how are you? Just a little bit, Timmy. All right. Uh, it's uh, do you have a special uh, St. Patrick's Day greeting for our listeners? I, you know what I do every St. Patrick's Day, Timmy. I go dear, visit my dear mother's grave. Oh, you do. St. Patrick's Day was her favorite holiday. As as I said, her parents were from Ireland. She was very Irish. She was very proud of that. Mm-hmm. And every St. Patrick's Day, I go visit my mother's grave and leave a little leave a little green flower on there for her. Very nice. So you'll be doing that today. I will be doing that today, Timmy. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Let's, so thank, let's thank some people. Let's thank uh, let's thank Jim Seabright, Timmy. Yeah. Andrew Scanner, Timmy, Tommy, Tommy Lane, and Hawaii, Jason Dykes, Terry Strafford, Brandy McBride, Jennifer Savoda, Pearl Westman, Maggie Glover, the lovely lass, Gracie's mom, Erica Kinney, Hiro, the Comeback Podcast, Timmy, L.K. Barr, and Newt. Green. Oh, kind of had to leave, Timmy. Marissa. And and Anna of Bridget Clavy. Of course, we have Phyllis Munson. We have the beautiful Jennifer Smith. Stephen Potts, who's just probably one of the best people you could have moderating a page anywhere. Isn't, it, isn't he, Timmy? Yes. He, Wouldn't you he say? Is, yes. He's very, and he's very funny. And he's one of the craziest bastards you ever met. Mm-hmm. Anna Garrett. Ben Dubrovich. Ursula. Clark and Diane, who we love deeply, Beth Ann Wallen, Michelle Johns, my next bride, Timmy. Yes. Margaret McDonald, Aaron Turner, Jess Lee, and the lovely, lovely, lovely Leanne Flanagan. Happy St. Patrick's Day, you fake Irish girl. She's in France to celebrate St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> she, well, that, yeah. that makes sense because she ain't the least bit Irish, but she goes by <laughs> Flanagan. My mother was, you know, my mother was a Flanagan, Timmy. That's why. I did not know that. Yes, okay. yes, yes. That's why I have such a fondness for young Leanne. My my grandmother's last name was Donnelly, so she was Irish. Donnelly? Yeah, my, or my grandfather. Yeah, he, he was Irish. So I have Irish uh, blood. And so Julia Donnelly. Rodriguez, who may in fact be Irish herself. Uh, Maybe. Mike Sadler, Jamie Dent, Tyrone, Marsha Boris, Stacey Alsop, Jody and Sean Wells, who we know are English. Amber Anderson, the They Walk Among Us podcast, Lorna Violet, Michael Dale, Kelly Charette, Karen Russell Widener, the lovely, you know, Callie Jones got to have some Irish in it to me with that red yes. hair and those green eyes. Mm-hmm. Lauren Meredith, Jessica Greeno, Mike Brown from Pleasing Terrace, Sarah Bloom, Amber Krupp, Laura O'Reilly, Christine Bourgeois, Kimberly Cameron, Elise Edrichin. History goes bump, Timmy. Amber yeah, Trevino, Annette Lease, Lahara Lopez, Alicia and Chip, Marquia Smith, Jeff, and Don Chestnut, Andrew Hap, Karen Barnes, Rachel Flynn, Shirley Strap, Todd Long, Melissa Montoya, Maja, and we got Shelly Garrett, of course, not the least bit Irish in her, but a lot of Oklahoma and Florida, so. Mm-hmm. Carol Elise, Kirsten Malachinsky, Adam McWaters, the Context and Clarity podcast, Timmy. Yes. Paula Kimes. 
your very <clears throat> popular podcast. Yes, the Vanish podcast to me. Canadian true crime, two very popular ones. And, and Charlie Colonel, from Inside, I just got a message from her. In your new podcast, what's it? What's it called? Spy stories, Timmy. It's about yes. spies. It's and, and it's these spies are crazy people, Timmy. I, you can't they're very trust interesting them. people. You, you, you can't trust them. No, and they're just crazy. The stuff they do is crazy. Yeah, so it's that's like, available on iTunes. It's it's spy stories with you. Spy and, stories, you and me. Karen. Yeah. Yes. Right. Well, cool. it's really just mostly Karen. I just interject now and again, but mm-hmm. I'm I'm kind of the historian for it, Timmy. When there's things that come up that I, I see, know you're the con- about, you're kind of a consultant. I'm mo- mostly a consultant. I'm really I'm the pretty face of the I of see. the podcast. You're just the, you're just there to bring in the women listeners. Pretty much, yeah. I got you. Ron Monastero, Tracy Smith, Bridget Bernard, Stacy, Cheryl Weldon, Veronica Moreno, Chris Lane, Alexandra, Elaine Baker, Vivian Vaca, Mark and Chi, Amanda Lupus, Shannon Arnold, another girl here right now, Kimberly Smith. I know she got to be Irish. Take a look at her. Mm-hmm. Um, Robin Sherrod, Ruth Whitfield, Cassie Kitchens. Nick Johnson, Natasha Burgess, Julie Bentley, Patty Schmidt, the lovely Lady Beverly, who I got a very, very nice uh, sympathy card from. Rudy, who I, we just realized to me, you know, Rudy has not been a Patreon of this show. Oh, my gosh. Yes. That's okay, because be- he's, he's been very supportive over the years. Well, you know what? I, I checked my Patreon thing and... Uh, I realized my Patreon, so for all the Patreon sponsors, I realized my Patreon, I was not getting Patreon charges because mm. I, I, I do, I, you know, I support a couple other shows. Are you saying Rudy doesn't have his own credit card? Well, you know what? No, he, he had to get a new bank card. Oh, I forgot I to change over the numbers on Patreon. Ah. So it was now, Rudy, is Rudy Irish? Rudy is uh he's a German part German shepherd, Timmy. Oh, okay. So he's kind of a Nazi. Yeah, kind of a little I bit. See. And um uh, Char- Charlene Negrin, because remember last oh, yeah. time we forgot yeah. to put her on, so Yes, Char- and I got her name Charlene. right. Yes, I I know I probably got it wrong, but I think yes. it's Charlene. I got it but right thank the you. last time. You did. Yes, Ms. Negron. We appreciate your support. We do. And the lady that I'm sorry, Dottie, that there was only two corpses in this one. We know it's not really. She likes, you know, Dottie likes a minimum of five dead bodies. Didn't I you? know, I know. But we got we'll, two gruesome ones for you, Dottie. So we'll hopefully do, that we'll do better next time. But Dottie Scott, thank you very much. Yes, thank you all for supporting us on Patreon. Yes. Uh, again, if you want to support us on Patreon, just go to patreon.com slash history dweebs. Now. Uh, also, uh, if you're not a member of our Facebook group, please join us at History Dweeves, the podcast, where you'll get to interact with all, almost all the people we've mentioned, Absolutely. and uh, you can make part of the group. Uh, Colonel, you have a great St. Patrick's Day. I will, and, Timmy. And we'll see you all again next time on History Dweebs. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 